to the City DNA podcast, the people in your neighborhood. This is the podcast where we interview people from your neighborhood. Uh, I have been particularly excited for this episode. Uh, John doesn't know that, but he's actually the reason why I wanted to restart this podcast. Uh, we interviewed him and a number of other companies back when you remember that pandemic thing. We just wanted to see how businesses were doing and his company was one that really caught my eye. So today it is my pleasure to bring back John Christensen. Uh, he is the CEO, the Chief Executive Officer. That sounds fantastic. Me.com. <laughs> John, welcome back to the show. Hey, thank you so much for having me. It's uh, it's a pleasure to 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 be back for the update. Yeah, the uh, you know the pandemic seems like it was forever ago now. Like, although there's like, you know, the, the casts a long shadow, uh, but but certainly it, uh, yeah, it feels like a decade has passed since we uh, since we recorded that last interview. Absolutely. I remember I was, it was funny because one of the things that I've been doing now is trying to build a YouTube channel and whatnot and doing things that people say to do, like take long form and make it into shorts and stuff. So yeah. I, I use this AI uh, app and I took one, our old uh, recording. And I put it into that and it came out with this, this short and the short was you talking and it was something about, uh, you might have to interrupt me cause I do a lot of the talking kind of thing. Right. <laughs> yeah. And it was hilarious. I never really didn't really register with me at that time. And then I watched the whole entire thing back and I'm like, yeah, John was right. Yeah, <laughs> His absolutely. Brother talked like I... maybe five, you know, five seconds in the whole video. I can be long-winded. Yes, oh, yeah. True. But you know what? It's good. And um, so that brings me back to bid me. So full circle from, I think that was 2001 where we had the chat. Yeah. You know, you were just kind of past the starting, but still a lot of changes. The website was changing. You, I think you just brought in um, Scott McGilvery. Yeah. Uh, tell me all about that. Where has the company progressed from there? Yeah, I mean, like I said, it it feels like that was that was ages ago. Uh, you know, we had we we had launched our our, our web platform. We had launched our our native apps uh, for both Android and and Apple. Um, but like it's it's so funny to look back now at you know what we were so excited about then versus what we're excited about now. And like like back then it. You know, you could say that like we could make an argument that like we were moving way too fast um, and like just trying like to do everything within our power to just get something to market, to get something in the hands of, of users so that we could get that feedback. Um, but, but looking back on it now and like knowing what we know today um, yeah, it feels like it was probably a, a bit too fast. I think when we, when we initially launched our our apps um i guess it's a it's a good and a bad thing but like they were they were objectively like too simple and they didn't do enough and it was just like basically like here is some functionality go let it work and from a, an end user perspective from the perspective of a homeowner or a contractor like the user journey was not a good one and filled with bumps along the way and you know the the feedback that we that we got was i think it was really helpful right it was it was hey 
this user experience <laughs> is not good, um, but we believe in what you're trying to do and we want to support you. And, you know, what that told us was that, hey, our, our app and our platform, like it needs a lot more work, but we are solving the right problem, right? We are working on the right problem. This problem is so palpable that users are willing to help us, you know, with feedback and, and, and help, you know, help us make it something great. Um, so yeah, looking back, it's like, it's like, oh yeah, I remember when we were doing that. Uh, and it's, you know, it's, we're far cry from, from where we were back then, uh, with a ton of updates and automation and over the years and, and with some AI uh, stuff that we've built out, like you know, buzzword alert. Um, mm -hmm. But it's uh, it's 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 been a it's been a journey, man. It's been a journey. Yeah. Absolutely, it's funny because when you you talk about that, uh, you know, just getting an app out there, getting it in the hands of the users. That's one thing that I credit you for, is because a lot of companies try and get things perfect before they do something. Yeah. And, you know, you, you can't, I mean, if you look back at all, I mean, look at Microsoft, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? One of the, one of the biggest companies in the world, yet there's always a problem with their stuff in the past and they wouldn't be <laughs> where they are today if they waited to get everything perfect. Yeah. You know? And so yeah, I, no, I the, give you, give you props for that, you know, and what was, what, when you started the company, you didn't have an app to start with, right? It was just on the web. Or was it yeah yeah no we we it was it was just on the web uh for the initial uh launch um i will say we we did build um we did build the first app so it's, i think within a year of of, of launching the, the web version so so still pretty quickly um but yeah i know to, to to circle back to your to your point there 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 is a saying in 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 startup land right that and i i don't know who said it so forgive me uh but it's uh that perfection is the enemy of progress and uh you know and and sometimes you you just have to hit that ship button and and get it out there yeah absolutely i've been listening to a lot of uh grant cardone and people like that just to try and educate myself about things and you know he's i, I definitely don't have a quote from him but he says a lot of brilliant things but basically you know, I guess if you look back at at him and his original, uh, we'll call them podcasts back then. They weren't; yeah. he didn't consider them podcasts. But you look at him, and they're horrible. They're really bad. <laughs> but now today, like he gets millions of hits on his his anything he puts out there, really. And it's just one of those things you you got to do it to make it successful. It's no different than this podcast. Like it's, this is totally not professional, but it's fun. I mean, it makes my business fun. Yeah. Getting to know people like you, companies, you know, in our community and, and whatnot. And if I waited till I was perfect, I would never do this. That's for darn sure, right? <laughs> no doubt. But yeah, so when we did our podcast, you were just announcing scott mcgillery as being your i'll call him a spokesperson or something yeah sure is that still something that he's doing or i haven't really followed that per se what happened with that yeah sure i mean it was amazing uh you know we leveraged scott and his personality and his brand um to to get our you know sort of our initial base of of users um and and certainly when uh 
you know, when you've got a partner like that, um, it really helps to to break down the the barrier um, of, of trust uh, between mm-hmm. a, a homeowner or consumer and an unknown quantity, right? It's like, oh, hey, here's this here's this guy that I've watched for over a decade on HGTV help people with their houses um, or or help people with their uh, their income properties and and. Now he's, you know, he's he's partnered with with BidMe uh, to help with home improvements. Um, it really helped get us past that um, that that point of hesitation, right? Where it's like, okay, who are these guys, you know? And at that time, like I remember doing our first uh, trade shows at the home shows in Toronto, and like the the first one that we did, it was, you know, it, the conversation with with folks was just like, who are you? What do you do? what is going on right and it was like okay like and it was a cold pitch every single time right right? where we're like hey you know how people get ripped off with their home improvements and you know contractors disappear in the middle of the night well we hold funds in trust we help like we're bridging that gap and people be like oh okay i get it i think i get it right and it was but like each one of those pitches you have 30 seconds to try kind of get your message across and then and then they're gone um and now, like when we go to the shows, like it's a completely different, uh, it's a completely different experience for us. Uh, you know, we were at the the fall home show um, where, you know, Scott was a, you know, a speaker, uh, you know, and, and giving us a shout out uh, from the stage. But of course, we're there, we have our booth. But now, like everybody knows who we are um they're they're coming up to us and they're saying hey thanks so much i used you guys for this project this project it's awesome this is incredible i've i've told 12 people about you guys and for these home shows like we've we've now become a, a bit of a draw um and actually i'm speaking at my first one in the in the spring oh, um, so we're we're kind of over that hump of like nobody knows who we are and what are we doing to like now we're becoming a bit of a draw at the shows where people want to know what the latest innovations are. Um, or in fact, I'm, I'm, you know, the the talk I'm going to be giving at the one in the spring is uh, bringing up, to, bringing everyone up to speed on like what the latest scams are uh, in the industry and, and, you know, how people are, are, are taking advantage of, of those who, you know, who, who aren't using a, a service like BidMe. Yeah, that the scamming thing is a huge one, and you know what damages the the construction industry as a whole when certain things happen, people are taken advantage of. So, it you know, apps or, or companies like yours really do a good job in mitigating that risk, right? Because again, you hold all that money in trust. Yeah, and that brings me to a question for you yeah, that sure. I had back then, but you you really didn't have the answer then. Maybe you don't now, but I, I think you probably do. <laughs> uh, so, the bigger jobs, how yeah. do people deal with that financially? Because we'll just use fifty thousand dollars, but fifty thousand dollars to bid me to hold yeah. it for some people doesn't really work well. Um, how do you? What's what's happening with that? Is there? Yeah, sure. So there's there's actually there's there's sort of two uh, there's there's the answer and then there's an anecdote. So the the first is the answer is on larger projects. Um, we've now broken larger projects into stages. 
So as a homeowner, you can fund the first stage, have the contractor complete the first stage, and then fund the second stage, right? So you're not out $50,000 up front, you're, you're funding the job in stages as you go along. Um, and for the contractor on their side, they know, hey, I'm not going to start working on that next stage until it's funded um, so that I know that the money is actually there. Right. right? And that's a, a huge part of this is not just protecting homeowners um, from contractors who might disappear with their funds, but it's also protecting contractors from homeowners who say they have the funds and, and don't, or from those who are hoping to renegotiate the price after the work is done. Right. Um, so that's the. Uh, that's the answer is that we've, we've broken it up into stages now. So it's, it's so much easier. We've, yeah, we've hundred percent addressed that issue. Um, but the, the anecdote that I'll share uh, is, is what's surprising is that it's actually the sort of the $5,000 projects um, when they're broken into stages, that they're getting funded one stage at a time uh, projects, $50,000 and above. Uh, it's amazing, but the homeowners are funding those projects like upfront one time. Really? They don't want to deal with it. It's just like, here you go. Uh, you guys manage this, you know, <laughs> let's go. So it's, uh, it's, it's pretty funny to see the way that that happens. Well, I guess part of that could be with, with trust as well. You know, if you're, if you're giving a company like bid me your money, they yeah. recognize that that money's not being given until the product's complete, right? 100%. So I think the advantage would be mainly to the contractors that would need some budget in in stages, well, right? E even when those even when those large projects are funded all up front, the the contractor is still collecting funds in stages. It oh, just okay. means it, it it just means that the homeowner doesn't have to run back and forth to the bank and figure right. it out. Right? Thanks for that so, clarification. That that's yeah. key because, you know, there's two sides to your app. There's the homeowner. Right. Yeah. And then there's the contractor. And so, you know, two, th three years later, since your start, I would imagine you have thousands of contractors in your database as opposed to hundreds. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. We're now, yeah, we're now in the thousands uh, and eyeing that sort of that, that 10,000 mark, uh, which is, uh, which will be a fun threshold for us to, to get past. Um, but it's uh, no, we're, we're certainly now in that, in that, happy space where yeah uh, and i'll say like it's it's really because of our contractors that that we're hitting those numbers um you know we don't do a ton of marketing right and and our growth is largely uh from word of mouth um and that i mean in the beginning we tried to market to contractors right and and say like, hey, new app, da, 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 and everybody, you know, all the contractors, they've been pitched to a thousand times. And so they all roll their eyes and they go, oh, yeah, great new app, new platform, just what I needed. And and the truth is, is that they've been burned by so many uh, folks previously who have like over-promised, under-delivered that it's it's really it's really hard to get in front of a contractor and have them take you seriously. Um, but our growth with contractors has mainly come from contractors who have used the platform and seen it work and, and seen the protection that it provides them. And then they are telling other contractors, right? And that's kind of that, that word of mouth piece. When a contractor says, Hey, uh, I'm looking for work. And the other guy says, well, Hey, have you checked out bid me? Like the jobs are just there. Yeah. Like go, <laughs> go, and, go and bid on those jobs. Yeah, and, and that's the thing too, is uh, and I'm, I'm going to put it as a question to you. Do you think that the changing economy 
is positive or or negative to Bimmy's platform? Uh, I think it's I think it's a rebalancing, right? Um, so we were through the pandemic. You know, everyone said, "Oh, like, oh, what a great time to launch!" Everyone's in need of home renovations. And we we're like, yeah, that's great on the demand side, but on the supply side, that makes it pretty tough. Like ultimately, BidMe is a, a matching service or a clearing house, right? Like here, here's the demand, here's the supply, how do we match? And at the beginning of the pandemic, when demand outstrips supply 20 to 1, that matching is, is really difficult or the supply can, you know, ask for whatever money they want and, and, and get it. And we're certainly seeing uh, a rebalancing uh, effect happen where there's, you know, there's more contractors uh, looking for for work than there were before. Um, but I'll say like, you know, the numbers only changed slightly, right? Um, you know, if you looked at a year or 18 months ago, um, a BidMe project, like when you post your project on BidMe, you were getting an average of like 2.9 bids per project. Um, today it's 3.6. So it's, it's changing, but it's not like, it's not like a super dramatic swing, but we're certainly noticing it. And uh, the homeowners are are certainly noticing it as well. Yeah. Noticing it a little bit in, I guess the, not the, I'm noticing in, in the economy where everybody seemed to have money before. So there's lots of projects, less contractors. Yep. Now I think that there are less con- less projects out there and maybe more contractors looking for work. Yeah, so yeah. I feel like it's going to be a little bit more competitive in terms of the bids just because there's not as much work. Would that be fair to say? Um, we've started to see it. I would say that there's a bit of a, there's a bit of a hangover. Like there's, you, you kind of have to wait a little bit before you really start to see prices come down because the, the, the prices in the pandemic were really normalized and, and people just got used to them. Contractors yeah. got used to charging elevated prices. Homeowners got used to paying elevated prices. And so to, to say that there's going to be a dramatic drop is, I think would be a little bit of a stretch. I think we are going to see some softening of prices. I don't think it's going to be super dramatic, but it's, it, yeah, I think it'll be a little bit more reasonable than, than. Yeah. A portion of that, of course, is materials, you know, yeah, materials have are, are still very high. And, yeah. uh, you know, I, I would argue that it's, I, f- I figured it used to be half of a project. Maybe it's still the same. I don't know. I actually haven't done the numbers now that I think about it. Compared to some projects that, that we've done, but <laughs> because labor is also high, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, in no, general. Yeah. So the uh, I mean, there's there's certain things um, that really spiked during the pandemic, like the the cost of lumber, right? Uh, but lumber has come back down now, so yeah, it's uh, you know there's the, uh, the natural inflation, of shipping costs affecting all materials everywhere. Um, but I think we are starting to see a, a normalization of of some material costs. Yeah, but the very fact, though, that you're a bidding system yes. ensures that, you know, the homeowner is getting the best value for their dollar, also matched with quality, too, because you, you have a rating system, correct? Yeah, and I think that's the that's the piece that I think, um, you know, that surprises a lot of people um, is 
you know, the, the, the bidding system is, is such that when a contractor is, is putting a price on your job, they're putting a fixed price bid, right? So they're saying, I'm going to get this job done for this price. And uh, a lot of contractors think like, oh, well, you know, homeowners must award the job to the lowest bidder every single time. And the truth is that that is just not the case at all. No. Like our rating system, because we hold the funds in trust, our rating system is a purchase verified rating, right? So that means that when you click on a contractor's profile, you can see all of the past work they've done. You can see their star rating. You can see the homeowner comments, but you can also see the before, the during, and the after photos of the projects that they've worked on. So you've got total transparency into, you know, the, the quality that you can expect from the contractor. Now, the the stat that we do like to talk about is that over 70% of the projects on our platform get awarded to the contractor with the best rating. Mm -hmm. And like, that is, that's an incredible stat because it, it really goes to the point of like homeowners want quality. Like they don't want to worry. They don't want to be concerned with, you know, with quality. Right. And and so that's that's pretty cool to see. I mean, I think it's it's different if you're you know if you're gonna get um, your your flooring replaced on your forever home, yeah, you're gonna go with a quality guy. If you're gonna get that basement closet painted, I don't you know, yeah. like it's price might be more of a factor. Yep, or rental projects and things like that. Exactly. Well, we joke that the other thirty percent are landlords. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, true. No, exactly. <laughs> and speaking of landlords, realtors probably use it a lot for themselves and their clients. I know, yes. I know I do. I just say, hey, just use bid me, you know, yeah. just go and bid <laughs> yeah. me, you'll, you'll get anything you want, right? Yeah. You know, we've so, got two sets of power users, landlords and realtors. Those are, yeah, yeah. <laughs> those are our power users for sure. Yeah. Cause I know that's, you know, I've used bid me quite a few times and, you know, uh, give you an example. I had a fence that was a crappy fence anyways. Yeah. It blew over in the wind. So I just got somebody to, put the fence using the old wood and you know what they did yeah. and does it look the best it, it's straighter than it was before yeah but it's not you know it's not something i'd write home about right yeah yeah and, but you know if i was getting a brand new fence that was never there before you know i'd want you know the best of the best i think for sure you know new new lumber you know everything straight whatever i have to give the guy credit it was very creative and with what i gave him he did a fantastic job that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. But yeah, so no. the, you're exactly right, though, that what you want the job to be is how you decide, you know, who is the winning bid. Yeah, I'm doing it in my own house. I'm going with the highest rating. I might look at the price a little bit, of course, because sure. it's their choice. They can do whatever they want. You know, if you have yeah. a bid for, you know, $10,000 to paint a room, that's probably not a good price, right? <laughs> doesn't matter what the rating is. Yeah, sure. No, I think the, you know, the the way that I like to describe it is that it puts the it puts the folks on the periphery. So like it puts the like coming in with the highest price or coming in with the lowest price, it puts those people in context, right? When you're looking at multiple bids and that that high priced guy has all of the highest ratings, and then that next price is like, you know, thousands of dollars less but he has mid-tier ratings, right? If he's yeah. got like a 70% rating, well, then you now understand what the difference in that value is, right? You can say like, oh, okay, so $3,000 
is the difference in me babysitting the project and, and babysitting the, the contractor or just leaving it in their hands. And then you get to decide, okay, is that value worth it or not? Right. And it, it is really just, it's, it's putting that, that, that power, that, that element of control in the, in the hands of the homeowner. Whereas, you know, if you look at the open market um, it's, <laughs> you don't really get that. Yeah, absolutely. That makes a lot of, a lot of sense. And while we're still talking about ratings, the yeah. does the homeowner get rated too? They do. It's a two-way rating system, um, so that the uh, the contractor is able to uh, you know rate the homeowner as well, and and either uh, promote that that homeowner as hey, this is a really decent person to work for, or I'd stay away <laughs> from future projects with this person. Yeah, that's that's extremely helpful. It's, it's uh, I think Uber does that too, right? Yeah, Uber does it. Airbnb does it. It's uh, we certainly uh, you know took some inspiration from you know the the best sort of open marketplaces uh, out there, right? And that's uh, it. What it really does, like the funds held in trust plus the two way rating system, we've essentially created a, a sandbox where everyone is incentivized to play really nicely together. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um. Yeah, I'm just thinking about bid me from before and where it is now. What would you say is the biggest change if you could pinpoint one or two things? Oh man, I mean the the last year has been uh the last year has been like a just an absolute sprint for us. Like the entire team has been working flat out for the past year. Um I can give you some highlights. Like we launched um uh renovation financing uh for homeowners uh so when they are are checking out and awarding the job to uh, a contractor um they can now get up to thirty thousand dollars completely unsecured uh towards their their project um and they find out really quickly whether or not they they qualify for it um in the spring, uh, it was announced that we were accepted into the uh, Google Accelerator uh, for startups. Okay. Um, and so we worked with the Google team um, to help make our, our platform like even better. And we got access to like just world class um, experts uh where we were able to uh, develop and, and and train um some unique um ai algorithms that are you know unique to bid me um cool. that are really really cool uh essentially like the one algorithm it looks at uh, the communication between homeowner and contractor decides is this communication helpful or or not um and if it is it flows through in real time it looks like real-time communication if it's not like it will provide the contractor with feedback on on how uh you know on on how they can structure it a little bit differently so it's helpful um so it's uh like that's really cool that used to be a lot of our team's like manual lifting was hey this communication is not really helpful let's try rewording it and now that's done in real time automatically um which is pretty cool um yeah so that's a, that was a big one uh the the other one that we've been working on it for three years 
um, is that we are in the midst of launching uh, the first of its kind insurance product uh, mm -hmm. for contractors. Um, so qualified contractors are insured uh, for liability insurance um, when they're working on BIDME uh, projects. Um, and it's just completely embedded into the system so they don't mm -hmm. have to worry about it. Um, for the contractors who are like really with it and 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 get what it is that we're doing, they can actually use our quoting and payment tools for their own work, uh, so that their own work is insured, uh, and, and they don't have to worry about that anymore. Um, so like that's you know it's it's the first of its kind thing in in, in Canada where these contractors essentially have like on demand liability insurance. So tell me, and I'll, and I'll just put the disclaimer on it. Like for more details, see our website, see all the legally right, and everything. Else. Right, of course, yeah. Um, so as I'm listening to you with that, I'm just thinking of Joe Blow, contractor, who yeah. his job is to renovate bathrooms. Yeah. Okay, and you know, occasionally he works with BidMe to fill in jobs and things like that. But BidMe is not his main platform. Yeah. Would that contractor now? not need his own insurance if he goes through that and bid me would cover it. Like how, how would that work? Um, so I, I can't, I can't say whether or not he okay. would need his own insurance. I'm, I'm, I'm not an insurance broker. Disclaimer. <laughs> yeah. Disclaimer. I can't say that. Um, yeah. but I, I, I will say that, you know, we are aware of, of some contractors who are looking to use, uh, the bid me quoting and then payment tools, Mm -hmm. um for that purpose yeah uh where where all of their work is covered um but again it's you know it's for qualified contractors they have to ask they have to answer you know a series of questions it's yeah. under five minutes but yeah it's for qualified contractors we're, we're providing that liability insurance i think that's brilliant actually because i'm just thinking about <laughs> it if if i was you know a contractor how are ways that i can make more money well one way is, you know, to use something like BidMe or whatever else is out there and yeah. then talk to the homer. Hey, if you ever need any other jobs done, I'll do it on the side. Just don't go through. You know yeah, what I mean? Sure. But here's the thing where if they, you know, it incentivizes them in some way to stay loyal to the system, we'll say. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. I mean, look, there there really isn't too much incentive to work off of our platform. Oh. Um, we don't take a cut of the jobs. Uh, yeah. So like, it's not cheaper to, to work off of right. the platform. And like, by and large, like homeowners are looking for that payment protection. That's the piece that everyone's familiar with. But the truth is that contractors are looking for that protection as well. Like yeah, for, for every, for every homeowner that's been ripped off by a contractor, there's a contractor that's been ripped off by a homeowner. Oh, totally. Right? And, that's and one that's where we, thing. we play, we play right in the middle of that problem. Absolutely. Right? I just heard of a contractor that, um, that I know, um, who I've been trying to get to use Bidme, by the way, <laughs> I'm almost there, but, uh, he was, I don't, I wouldn't say he was ripped off, but it was very difficult because the job was A, and when he started the job, the homeowner wanted B, yeah. but didn't want to pay for B. Yeah. And that I think that happens a lot with contracting in general, where, you know, and I totally get it. You get carried away. You're doing using that bathroom as an example again. Well, you know, you, you wanted to have, you know, um, just painted walls 
in the bathroom, but now all of a sudden you want tiles. Yeah. But you still like the original price. Yep. You know, and you well, and, and and that's you know, we've yeah, we've we've actually built out modules for that stuff too. Um, so that if there's a if there's a change throughout the project, um, the contractor will will quote that as an additional stage. And in order for the homeowner to say yes, they have to fund that stage, right? And that's how you know you've agreed to a change and exactly what it costs. And it's not just a, a surprise at the end, right? Mo most people, most of the issues are communication issues, yeah. right? And that's what we've tried to eliminate is those communication issues. So, you know, when you've got a contractor in your house and you're saying, hey, I really love what you did with that wall over there. Can you do it with this one too? And the contractor says, yeah, no problem. But then at the end of the project, that's when you get the bill for There's that bill. extra oh, wall. I didn't like, know it cost that I much. I didn't know it was going to cost more or yeah. that much or, or whatever. Totally. And, you know, we, we've solved that problem by by having that, by providing that contractor with the ability to add a stage and have yeah. it funded so that everyone's on the same page. I don't know why somebody wouldn't use Bimmy. You know, but you're, you're, you're speaking it's, like, so much value here that I can't understand why a contractor would not <laughs> use you. That's it. Brilliant. I mean, and, it, and it's and it's why we're spreading through word of mouth. Yeah, right? I would say just based on what you've said, comparing to where you were before, yeah. leaps and bounds. And I, yeah. and I feel like it's because you've listened to <laughs> the customers, which are both contractors and homeowners. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the, that's the ultimately, like, that's the truth. It's the source of our success is that we spend all of our time, like super close with our homeowners, with our contractors, and we are building the platform together like that. That's really what it feels like, like our best ideas were not our own, right? Like it's, it's literally working with contractors and working with homeowners to, yeah. to refine and refine and refine and refine um and it's like that's the reason why we launched the financing or that's the reason why the insurance thing uh came together you know uh, this year it's we're looking at integrations with a with a bunch of other networks to Huge. um you know to to provide our our toolkit um to to other networks where our users have said hey i actually do this thing over here uh, this is what I use for my business. And we're like, oh yeah, well, well we can integrate with that. So it's, it's making it more seamless. Of, have you thought about integrating with uh, CRMs and things like that? Or contractors? Uh, yeah. If they so use them, they may not use them, but. Yeah, I would say that, you know, um, the more sophisticated uh, contractors do use CRMs. Um, but I think the next evolution of that for us is to actually build out a lot of CRM functionality just within the platform. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Right? So to say, um, like, one of the things we've been kicking around is, you know, right now when a contractor submits a, a, a bid on a job, um, you know, they're typically following up with that person like five days later to say, hey, have you had a chance to review it uh, and getting that conversation going? Well, that's, you know, that's a repeatable task that we can automate, right? So I think that's, we're going to be looking to to make those adjustments. Uh, yeah, on a go-forward basis, provide some of that functionality. That's a, that's exciting stuff. Yeah. I, I love where you were and where you are today. It just, it, I knew it was going to be exciting. <laughs> I knew it. But it's, it's awesome. Like, 
Well, we're, we're, I mean, we're always excited, but it's our baby. So <laughs> absolutely, you know, and that's one thing too. I haven't checked into it in, in a little bit, truthfully, but uh, you know, I'm going to go play around again. And uh, you know, I, I did put a job in there um, last year and unfortunately um, it was an emergency. I was, so I wasn't able to get one as quick as I needed. Yeah. And it was a really small job. So yeah. I was able to get somebody to, you know, do it on the electrician that I knew on the way home to that place but yeah. uh, the tenant set fire to a plug so it was like okay i need this done now right yeah. but um anyways um well was if, it going it, with if, you, if you're like if uh yeah i mean we've got another update um it's a, a big update that's going out to the web platform and the apps uh knock on wood it'll be this week uh if not early next week um, that we're really excited about uh, a lot of the uh, the user experience is being updated. And I think you'll find that it's uh, like cleaner layouts, uh, cleaner design. Uh, it's the, yeah, it's the latest to happen. So I'm going to go play around, see if I can get some more, not be able to just make up a job. Oh, I want to try bidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Hey, there's every, the truth is, is that everybody has a project around their house that they've been looking at and saying, I'm, you know what, this weekend, this weekend, this I'm going to get this done. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the truth is, is that you don't, you need that you need your weekends. So yeah. it's like, uh, you know, my, my wife has used our platform to change a door handle. Uh, we also used it to renovate our basement, right? Like we, yeah. it's almost I, at the point where we're thinking about doing that again. It uh, might not be safe to tell our significant others about bid me. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it crushes, crushes some to-do lists. Come home. The house sure. is all painted. Jeez. Good job, hon. Exactly. I make a joke because my wife is always looking at paint colors all the time. She always has the, the color palette out looking and, so she's been saying that she wants to paint the house probably been about four years now and hasn't hasn't done it. it's going to be tomorrow well, but there you uh, go, man. i won't there tell you her go. about bidney <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, yeah i mean the yeah the joke that 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 people make for uh for for me and the bid me team is that like you guys just you guys just made this so you didn't have to do any work around the house anymore <laughs> well it's but you know there's truth in that though too because yeah. you know if you I bet you if if I was to go back and look at the original podcast that we did, that's kind of how it was born. You you I believe you, you said something about you had uh, rental properties and things like that. And, and well, whatnot. no, it was it was uh, you know it was for me like you know professionally my my job was restaurant development, right? And and helping build these restaurants and you know in and all over the world, like taking Canadian restaurant brands and 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 showing them how to build out in, in different locales and how do you, how do you re reduce the cost? How do you streamline? How do you make it all easier? And, you know, and I did that for a number of years and that was, I mean, I, I heard it at home all the time. It's like, how, how is it that you can go and build all these restaurants and do that successfully, but your basement still isn't finished. And, and that was, that's the truth is, is in that, right. It's like, well, in the commercial world, like it's a little bit easier. Everybody's familiar with RFPs and and how to quote on these jobs and different line items and that sort of a thing. And there's all of these processes that are super streamlined and automated, um, but that doesn't really exist in in for for home renovations. So, yeah, when we when we find found ourselves with some time on our hands during the pandemic, and yeah, absolutely, let's build it.
it, you know, and again, I've said this earlier in, in this episode already that, you know, a lot of things, a lot of people have stuff in their mind. I wish this were this way, or there was a product for this. <laughs> and I think what I found it with the pandemic in general is that people had more time. So they actually made those things happen. Yeah. And you're totally that, that person. Hey, we have this problem. Hundred percent. Lots of time. Let's fix that problem because I got nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah. And here it is, this amazing company that sounds like it's doing extremely well, and I'm sure you've expanded into multiple areas, which I, I'll let you tell me about. Yeah, I mean we're we're coast to coast now, uh, oh. out, outside of uh, Quebec, um, and and this year um, we received. Uh, quite a bit of support um, from the federal government um, and, and specifically uh, the consulate in Boston, um, uh, where I was I was back and forth for six months um, looking at, at U.S. expansion and wow. and what that looks like from a from a legal from a compliance uh, perspective. Um, so it was a more to come on that. But, but certainly a lot of uh, a lot of good planning happened this year. So you're on your way to becoming a billionaire. <laughs> yeah right <laughs> listen it, honestly it's like, possible well, yeah no but like more exciting than that is we are on our way to putting an end to stolen deposits and we're, we're we're on our way to making a a contractor's life more streamlined right like it's it's a it's a hot topic of conversation uh in the media people talking about you know the the lack of skilled trades um, but the truth is, is that the skilled trades, their time, the amount of time that they actually spend doing their trade versus everything else, I think people would be would be shocked at, at what that looks like. And and we're on a mission to to streamline that process so that these skilled trades were actually unlocking the hours, right? There's we're talking like so many people are talking about, hey, when we bring people into this country, Let's make sure they have the skills required to help our economy grow. And figuring that out is hard and and will take a long time. And, you know, there's there's a lot of people working on that, but it's way easier to unlock the the power of the of the folks who are already here by by making the, you know, a, a more efficient and streamlined system. And and that's what we're working on. Yeah, absolutely. My, I just my mind just goes nuts when I think about this stuff. You know, you you talked about integrations earlier, and you know, I just had this vision, and you've probably already had this vision before, but you know, a total integration of a system for contractors where they would have a I don't know what you would call it, but a progress report, you know, so they can keep the job on track. Because that's one thing, because what you said that triggered that for me is something about contractors having more time to do what they're good at. Most yeah. most contractors hate asking for money. They hate yeah. communicating and giving updates on the project, things yeah. like that. There's an integration right there, a project. Well, but that's, I mean, that's that, that already exists today on a multi-stage project, right? Like as the stages get completed, we've got the photos that are available. We've got the... The, the status of the payments available to them. We have completely automated the invoicing and the receipts so that contractors don't have to worry about Brilliant. that. Like all of that is firing automatically and just hitting an inbox. 
And the, on the contractor side of the platform, we have a central location where they can go back and see all of their invoices, receipts, et cetera, et cetera. So it it just it helps them stay organized, right? Now, how how does that work on the contractor side? Um, is it like a a tiered system where they maybe pay a certain amount to be part of it, and then there's an upgrade if you want this tool, you can add on to it. Does it work like that, or? Yeah, so the the platform is like it's free to sign up for contractors, mm -hmm. and they can see for free all of the small jobs that are available on the platform, right? So this is your your handyman type type jobs. Right now, when they uh, when they see a, a, like a, a call it a medium sized job or larger, then they have to be a subscriber to our our, our premium to a premium account. Um, but we wanted to. Like we wanted to structure it such that like it wasn't a burden uh, to the contractor to be a part of that. So right. I think the, you know, the the smallest subscription that gives them access to all the jobs is like, I think it's like $360 per year. Um, so it's like, it's kind of a no brainer to, to unlock that. Um, but if they are, um, if they are unsure about that type of a commitment, they can also choose to unlock one project at a time for a, a smaller fee um, so that they can test it out and, and see how it goes. It's very interesting. Yeah. And then yeah. like, and then we've got, you know, there's a, there's a higher tier. It's like $150 a month. Yeah. Um, but that comes with a uh, like, a custom website so think andrewscontracting.com yeah um and that website builds itself dynamically based on your bid me profile so you don't have to touch it at all it updates with your color your logo your pictures and then as you uh, andrew the contractor complete work on bid me your website dynamically updates with before and after photos uh, homeowner ratings and reviews etc cetera, etc cetera. like it's completely built for seo it's completely uh, compliant so it becomes this other lead gen source for you as a contractor and so like for that one 150 dollars a month again you got your custom website you've got access to all the premium bid me stuff uh it's this a no is it contractors don't have time for all that stuff so it's exactly perfect. you know and if they can tie that in with essentially a lead generation system that has leads already there for them yeah it's a no-brainer yeah right the only exactly thing they it. have to do is be good at their job so they can get a five-star rating yeah and it, i don't know i'm assuming it's a five-star rating yeah and you know price well yeah and you're going to yeah. do extremely well in this. Well, and, and, and what we've seen, like what we tell new contractors who sign up is like, hey, listen, like when you sign up for the first time, you might be a little bit frustrated because you're actually bidding on jobs against people who have a bunch of completed jobs. They've got their ratings. They've got their history. You've got no history. So it might take you a little while to win that first job. And you're going to you're going to have to either sharpen your pencil or like be really diligent about bidding on yeah. a bunch of jobs. Um but what we've seen, what our data tells us is that as soon as you as a contractor have your first five-star rating and review, the time to find your next job is cut by two-thirds. So like, you know, if, yeah. it so if it takes you 90 days to win your first job, it's going to take you 30 days to win your second job. Yeah. And then if you get two back-to-back five-star reviews, it's cut by two-thirds again. So like from 90 to 30 to 10 days to to win your next job and line it up and like that's awesome right and then as soon as you've got that built reputation 
that's where you can start charging more because now you Ooh. are the highest rated contractor on that job. Yeah, right? exactly. Imagine, imagine if that was how it worked for real estate agents, right? <laughs> where it's like the more five-star reviews you get, the faster and faster you get that client and the more you can charge, like <laughs> what a world. It Absolutely. Would be. And, and just add to that is automatically getting a mandatory star rating when I'm done the project. Yes. You know what exactly. I mean? As a realtor, dude, I've been in the business for 18 years and I've got four Google reviews. <laughs> you know, it's not because people don't, obviously I wouldn't be yeah. in the business if people didn't like me. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I hate asking for that. It's just yeah. not in my DNA, no pun intended yeah. DNA teams. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's like, it's just awkward, right? Yeah. And so you're removing that awkwardness Yep. You're removing removing all of the mundane day-to-day -day stuff that contractors get bogged down on so that they can actually spend time on the things that make them money, which is yeah. doing the work. Yeah. Right? Did I get that right? Yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 completely right. Like and and we, you know, we get that feedback like that just, you know, fills our fills our gas tank and, and keeps us going, right? You, like like You've got like... me excited, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks. We're excited yeah, too. You know, and I'm really proud of your team because it's, I, I consider it Guelph, although your office is probably in Toronto, I believe. No, no, we're, we're in, honestly, we're in Guelph. Uh, nice. Like we've got, uh, we do have uh, like a mailing address in, in Toronto yeah. um, to, you know, for, for all of our American friends who, uh, who haven't heard of Guelph. Um, but our offices in Guelph, uh, we're, we're just south of downtown. Uh, we, we love it here. I don't, awesome. I don't know that we'd be anywhere else. Yeah, I am proud of you. And plus the Americans can't say Guelph. Have you ever, tried, <laughs> ever well, dealt with anybody down there? There's, yeah, 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 we get a, we get, yeah, we'll get Guelph or, uh, there's a, there's a few Guelph, other uh, yeah. I don't know there's all, they'll spell it G W. I don't know what they do, yeah. but. I have to explain it every single time. So Toronto, I get it, is easier to say for your your international address. Uh, people people have heard of it. Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. I am I'm I dude, like again, congratulations on your company and how well you've done. Uh I I hope that this talk will hit somebody, especially you know, <laughs> contractors I think have the best value and homeowners too. Um, homeowners are always looking for stuff to get done, but I, I really see the need for contractors because what I hear in the streets is that contractors are struggling with the things that you've said, you know, with, with, um, um, I mean, homeowners also struggle with fraud as well. Like that's the main premise, but like you said, contractors also, uh, have that issue as well. Yep. You know, where, you know, people just won't pay, yep. you know, and unfortunately that happens far too often. And yep. so that takes it completely, uh, takes that issue completely away um, with prices rising and, you know, all that stuff. I feel like jobs are d d dwindling a little bit for contractors. It's not the golden age of two years ago where you were lined up for a year of yep. jobs. I, I think it's gotten a little bit lower. Um, and, and this is an opportunity for them to get, like, again, do what they do rather than have to seek jobs, you know, communicate, you know, and, and I mean, they still have to communicate, of course, but it's different when you have an app that's built for you with a system. It, it's, yeah, it's, it's totally true. And, you know, what we, what we say to all of our contractors is like, look, if there's, if there's something about the app that you don't like, or, or you think there's something missing, just let us know. And uh, there's a good chance we're going to build it. 
Yeah. I would say that, you know, out of all the contractors that we've used in, in our history, yeah, I, I would say that very little of them have lost our business because of the work itself. Yeah. It's other things. And yeah. mostly it's communication. Yeah. And I don't really want to say it, I guess, in, in, public per se I don't really even know how to say it but you know just but if if those people were to be able to concentrate on their craft yeah there'd be zero issues yeah I'll say it yeah. like that no it's true but I I think it's I, I think it could be said for for many you know service-based businesses where where there's a big price tag or a big ticket attached or where it's something as personal as, as somebody's home it's the the communication pieces where so many people miss out and it's like, oh, man, like, if you just let me know this, or if you just let me know that, and that's the, you know, we're, we're thinking about that constantly. And it's just how do we make that easier? How do we make that more pain free? Or how do we automate that? So that so that everyone's getting updates uh, when they when they want them, right? Yeah, exactly. And, and the most critical part of any job, whether you're in real estate or contracting or whatever it is, is actually the end, because that's what people remember. So yeah. if the job was good, you know, everybody got paid, you know, we all got five stars. It's perfect. But somehow yeah. it just doesn't always link up the proper way at the end. And yeah. that's what you're left with is a, is a feeling of a project that's not quite finished for some reason, although physically it is. Well, it'll, it'll say like the, the you know, people always ask us like, how is it that you make the end of a, a project go go smoothly? Like, how how is that? And we'll say like, like a lot of people think it happens at the end, but it really happens at the beginning. Like when you're when you're screening, when you're choosing right. The, the the right person. And look, the when you're when you're working on BidMe, like you're you're working with a homeowner that has chosen to have their funds held in trust. You're working with a contractor who has chosen for those funds to be held in trust. So you've already excluded like 99% of the yahoos, right? That, that exist within this market, right? Because these two people have both agreed that they want to get good work done for a fair price, right? And, and like, so you've already eliminated 99% of the hassle. And that's, and that's like, that's why the end, see, like, you know, that attitude combined with our system really makes the end of a project wrap up nicely. Absolutely. And what a better, uh, a fitting way to end this podcast on that note is, you know, the end of the project, everyone gets thumbs up, everyone gets <laughs> hoorays and a big party. Um, thanks, John, for being on this podcast. Uh, it's always a pleasure talking with you and congratulations on your success. Hey, thanks so much, Andrew. It's, it's honestly, it's always great to have you.